From the great white north and the great American south, it's the border battle of the bands. This is Should old acquaintance be forgot North by South. Hello everyone from Music City, USA. This is your co-host Clay. Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah, so far so good. This is uh, your friend from the North, Rye. We're back in the studio. We actually got some new digs here for the new year. We're trying out a new uh, internet clubhouse. So we'll see if it works. Yeah, Yeah, especially my audio has been pretty shitty lately. So I apologize, listeners. So we're trying to upgrade. So let us know what you think, as long as it's positive. Otherwise... (laughs) I don't really want to hear your complaints about the free podcast. <laughs> it can only get better. People will be like, who's that sexy voice? Oh, yeah, that guy's gotten a lot sexier. Like, yeah. The South is bringing the sexy this year. <laughs> so I hope you had a great Christmas, Rye. <laughs> I hope Wink. I did, too. <laughs> I hope in the future slash past. Do you have any plans for the New Year? The New Year's Eve celebration? Um, or for the no. new year, or for all of 2023. Do you have any plans for 2023? <laughs> I plan to work, take care of my yep. family, I'll do a, a podcast with you once a month. Monthly, yes. Those are my plans for the new year. A lot like the last <laughs> year. Yeah, no no resolutions to speak of, but I feel like, uh, yeah, I'll just do another one. Another trip around the sun. Just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. Hopefully there's some good tunage. Uh, that's what we're doing today. We're going we're gonna to do what we did last year, kind of. Uh, a little bit of a bridge version. I think last year we did our top five of the year. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. we're going to cull it down to th- our top three. We're going to bang back and forth here. It's not really top. It's just uh, three albums from our respective countries. or Three uh, notable albums worthy of discussion. And yeah. that's kind of the point. We were thinking, I like reading everybody's list of their hundred albums of the year i actually do enjoy those here in lists but yeah no one needs to hear just a list of songs and albums that i like i thought why not shorten it and get into a deeper discussion on on three albums from the united states and three from canada yeah and we'll go back and forth as we do i'm still jet lagged from our Sweden our trip oh, to sweden what an adventure that was <laughs> that was a good time Yes. Thanks, John, well, for joining us again. Yeah, John was a great guest. That that was a really cool episode. Really closed out the year good there. If you care about learning, I felt like we actually learned something about music for once. I mean, yeah. <laughs> right now, we, we teach a little bit here and there, but to get a, a history of music for an entire nation was, was pretty cool. I actually it's really pretty special, that. yeah. Very yeah. much So if that. you haven't heard that episode, you should you should check it out, guys. Absolutely. And Ryan, before we move on, I just want to say to the listeners out there, we are giving some thought in the new year to mixing up the podcast a little bit, maybe making a few changes, maybe some major changes. We're still going to be around. We're still having fun. It's still only going to be once a month. We know that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't expect a more frequency. There. Don't, ex- <laughs> don't expect more. <laughs> But so if, we'll, we'll see what happens. We don't even know yet. So how could I tell yeah. you? But if you're one of the few listeners who cares and, and who communicates with us, I don't know, maybe let us know. What do you like about the show the most? What bores you a little bit? You'd be polite, yeah. but 
Tell us what you'd like to see from us. Or, you know, what what do you think works about the show? Maybe yeah. we, re, we retool it a little bit. We're tinkering around right now in this new lab of ours. We so, are. There's you know, a, lot more, a lot more features here. It's very hi-fi. Very. I feel like we're in like a Sinatra's mm-hmm. uh, fucking his man cave. That's just what I was going to say. <laughs> we're in Sinatra's man cave now. That's just what I was thinking. Before we were in, I don't know, some lo-fi rap group just slumming it in the ghetto. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's a new world. There's a whole new world. But yeah, if you have any ideas or just you know want to weigh in, let let us know on on Twitter or on or at the email. Have we ever gotten an email? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's usually from the various uh, Zoom and <laughs> things we signed up for. Them. Oh okay. Yeah, I don't check that email address, but <laughs> thanks Zoom. We appreciate you uh, reaching out. In the holidays. If you have any ideas. <laughs> We've dumped you as a platform. So give us some good ideas. and Maybe we'll we'll go back to you. I doubt it. I like this new thing. Yeah, we'll see. We're not going to mention them by name because they don't give us any fucking money. So, no. But we're using a different thing to record with. Unless it's good, then we'll tell other podcasters about it. Let's yeah, see. if we like this, you're going to hear all about it. And if you give yeah. us money, unnamed company, then we definitely will. It's Here's a hint. It's like if you're a close by a body of water that's runs kind of rapidly like that type of water it's not ocean big it's not even lake and then you're tuned into a certain frequency of radio station because it's a dot some kind of frequency of radio station i think mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. right in let us know first first uh, listener to call in and know what we, we're talking about you get to d- design the show for the next year for 2023 yeah. you get to be the new boss yeah that's part of it we might even be firing our boss i don't know yeah, there's gonna be changes right here we're gonna talk about our boss today and mostly praise <laughs> oh, the boss oh, but i have some dear. complaints about the boss as well so yeah we'll see maybe we should just get into it because there are a it. lot of there's a lot of ground to cover here just sure. keep this simple to start my favorite album of the year is by a band it's really a duo they're called planes have you heard of these guys? These two women? Planes. Planes. I, I have. P-L-A-I-N-S. Yep. yep. I haven't gotten into it or anything, but yeah, I've seen them. They're on the I think road there in the little duo. Yep. I think you'll like this. The album is called I Walked With You A Ways, and it's their debut album. So it's okay. two people. It's Katie Crutchfield from Waxahachie, who I need to dig in deeper. Katie Crutchfield, she's from Alabama. She has this band, Waxahachie, that is kind of more on the indie side. But what I've heard is very cool. And then she joined forces with Jess Williamson, who was a solo artist who made more pure country-type music. The two of them came out with albums in 2020. And they both loved the other one's album, and they became friends. And somehow they decided to join. Did they lock down together? Exactly, over the pandemic. Yeah. (laughs) Lockdown pals. And they decided to form a duo and make a... Like you and me. Just like us. They're just like us, except so much more talented. <laughs> <laughs> so they came out with this album, I Walked With You Always, and it's just kind of this great pure country, but its own twist. Their voices sound incredible together. Nice. I think I'll start with what's probably my favorite song of the year. This is just a classic country waltz. I mean, I love, I'm a sucker for waltzes. 
yeah, but it still sounds place. fresh. The drum groove is a little bit different. You wouldn't. A lot of this kind of sounds like maybe you could hear it on '90s country radio. It, you know, the better songs that you would mm-hmm. hear on the radio back in the '80s and '90s. But there's also a different edge to it. Uh, a lot of that I think comes from the drums and just the instrumentation and cool. and their voices. But so let's check out. I'm just gonna start with the best. Let's check out my favorite song of the damn year. Let's kick this fucking party off. Fucking do this shit. Song is called Abilene. We don't need to talk about Abilene. Cause Abilene don't mean no coffee shop, no liquor store. So I don't talk about Abilene no more. Young lovers like to dream. We'll settle down and we'll make a good team. Well, Main Street was cute and the rents there were cheap. But I was too much for you and for your Abilene. We don't need to talk about Abilene. Cause Abilene don't mean no couple acres, no screen. So I don't talk about happily no more. The story of the song is one of those simple but perfect country music tales where it's they moved to Abilene, Texas, these two young lovers to live in like a quaint little town, the downtown area. It's something very similar that I tried to pull off with my wife when we first got married. <laughs> and we even moved to a small town in Texas, even smaller than Abilene. So maybe that's one of the reasons this song hits for me. Yeah. But my wife and I are still together and very happy. It didn't work out as well for uh, uh, this couple. Uh, uh, gotcha. So we'll, we'll, we'll get back into the tale. I remember the air when I drove out of town. Crying on the highway with my windows down I'd have stayed there forever till death do us part Texas in my rear view, planes in my heart Couldn't hold it together when Abilene fell apart We don't need to talk about Abilene Abilene don't mean no turn in the garden, no toys on the floor, so I don't talk about Abilene no more. We don't need to talk about Abilene, cause Abilene don't mean no life that we're building, no It's like their voices were meant to be together. They sound yeah, they're, incredible. They're very tight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not like one of those. Uh, some some duets. I mean, 
they're more like they're obviously a duo they're a band together it's not like a you know put the two duets the two distinct voices together they sound like they're working with each other it's very like it's like the chicks or um you know yeah like when you said 90s i mean i'm obviously thinking about that stuff now yeah yeah exactly yeah and it's funny because it's not like they've been together or sang together very much at all i don't know if they they sang together before they recorded this album they didn't even get together to write it necessarily because it was over the pandemic they kind of wrote it they sent stuff back and forth to each other remotely and they are on tour now and i hope to uh to check them out but yeah it's not like it almost sounds like they've been singing together for 20 years and they have certainly not and obviously didn't play the entire song but most of this album it's three minutes three and a half minute songs that are catchy they've got a big hook it's just perfect i love it it's the kind of thing that just grabbed me right away so how did it hit you right that was great um also yeah like i think the only other ballad kind of one you played was a sierra there or... oh yeah so another female country kind of vocal uh but very uh yeah it was cool i like how like how many different ways they said Aveline. <laughs> like Aveline. It's, it's felt like yeah. she really broke down the, the syllable. <laughs> yeah, it's almost jarring at first, but I, I do kind of like the odd pronunciation of uh, Abilene. Like you, were, you had mentioned the drums in it and stuff, so I was listening to them. Very cool. You know who the drummer on this album is? No. It's young Spencer Tweedy, who is Jeff Tweedy's son. Oh, Jeff Tweedy Wilco, being right? the leader of Wilco. Yeah. yeah. He's a very, right. very good drummer. So that's the connection that drew you to him? Like, sometimes that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Happens more more often than I would have expected that the offspring <laughs> come through <laughs> and live up to the yeah, parents' reputation. All right. So I'm going to play a, I'm gonna play two more songs, just clips to sure. get a good feel for this album. We can always cut it down. But it was funny. I had a friend of mine, one of my oldest friends in the world. He came in town last week from Portland, spent some time here with me and the family at the house. And I told him that Abilene was probably my favorite song of the of the year. Have you heard this band? And he said, I think my favorite song of the year is called Problem With It, which is also by Planes. What are the chances of that? Hello, Peter, if you're <laughs> listening. Everyone else, check out this song called Problem With It. So that's the problem with it. This one, I don't know, maybe just maybe because she just passed, but it reminds me a little bit of the late great Christine McVie. Yeah, it has that bouncy pop feel. 
It does with have some a, electric guitars yeah. in there. I was, was actually not... going to mention Fleetwood Mac. Really? Yeah, it's kind of yeah, has a Fleetwood like that, Mac feel. Specifically, like yeah, that rumors like mm-hmm. driving like music that really works on radio kind of vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the vocals come in on the second second of the song. I like that. Let's get down to business. Let's get into it. Yeah. Good Didn't stuff. Waste any time. I ain't got no problem with it. I I got no problem with this. <laughs> All right, then I'll play one more that I really like, uh, just because I like it. This one's called Last Two on Earth. She goes up on the vocals there. Yeah. I like that compressed, like, climb she has in her voice on the right. the choruses there where they don't belt it. <laughs> they keep That's it. A good it, point. it sounds like it's, it sounds like it goes into it like a, a fucking, like, pressure cooker. I love that shit. That's awesome. That's a good... I hadn't thought of it that way, but you're exactly right. Yeah, it feels like you're, you're going all the way up, but there's still, like, a little something holding it back. Yeah. You're right. Like a compression. That's, uh, yeah, that's it, man. That's Planes. I just love this fucking album. And uh, I'm sure it's not for all the listeners out there. But if you like real country music and just great pop hooks, I mean, this, yeah. this is the one for you. It's great production, too. I'm glad we got the new studio here and I can hear this. You nice. can actually it's, hear it. It's, it's yeah, exactly. A lot going on there. Some great kind of lap steel going on. And... Yeah, great experimentation. Yeah. yeah, all the stuff we love, you know. Yeah, solo. Yeah, it's all the stuff we love. It's all the stuff country music should be. And this is what, this is the kind of thing that drives me crazy. It was like, why is this not number one on the charts? Yeah, why is this that should, not the, the standard thing should, you're hearing? This should opposed. be what anyone could like. Anyone yeah. should like this. I yeah. get like, there are some Sturgill songs that I like even more than this. Or even some Tyler songs maybe I like more than this. Yeah. But it's a little more experimental and weird and they're singing about doing drugs. Or I understand like, maybe that's not going to chart. Yeah. But music like this, they should be dominating country <laughs> pop radios. And meanwhile, they'll, they're, they'll never sniff country pop radio. No. It makes no sense to me. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, it's a club. Yeah. All right, so, right, I'm going to hand it over to you. We're going to hop back and forth here, right? Yeah. We've each let's, got three uh, selects. Yeah. Let's get things down to it. Let's get a downer note in here. Um, the first band that I'm picking here, like... They were dealt kind of a huge blow earlier this year. They also released a terrific album this year, too. Um, but the band is called The Sadies. Have you heard of The Sadies, Clay? Absolutely. I love The Sadies. Okay, cool. I love their stuff with Nico Case. Yep. Yeah, very cool band. I knew that, I knew that they would have crossed into your uh, zone there because they are very, like, they're kind of like our old country. Yep. I know that my flying burrito brother down there enjoys that this stuff. <laughs> um, but, of course, you've heard, too, that... Uh, 
there was a tragedy and uh, one of the main cats in there has passed on. So the Sadies, I'll just give a little bit of rundown of their background. But uh, they were a brother combo, Dallas and Travis Good, who uh, also happened to be second generation musicians themselves. I mean, we were talking earlier about kin doing good by their papas but um they their father and their uncle i think even two of their uncles um were part of a a big canadian bluegrass band outfit called the good brothers who like kind of dominated in the 70s as much as you can dominate uh (laughs) with bluegrass in canada (laughs) sure Uh, they were pretty big shit though like for that um what what did uh, quinn call it the the canucky fried um, <laughs> <Yeah>. Music, Kanucky <laughs> fried chicken, yeah, Kanucky fried Um They won the Juno Awards, which we've talked about before. Like Juno Awards mm-hmm. are kind of our uh, our Grammys for uh, country group duo for eight consecutive years, from nineteen seventy seven to nineteen eighty four. And I don't know if that was due to lack of uh, <laughs> competition, competition. <laughs> but there is like, I mean, like with the country group duo, there's a lot of like maritime music is kind of lumped into that country kind of vibe too. So like. They, they would have had a lot of competition from, from the fiddlers at least and shit like that but they're fiddlers themselves and kind of like yeah bluegrass man but what I'm getting at is uh, Dallas and Travis the sons uh, they're not only second generation but they're also like a second brother combination generation I don't know what the hell you call that but <laughs> pretty <laughs> special not a, though not a word for that yet but it's cool <laughs> brother combination generation it has a little bit of a um, but even Travis himself, he, he he started out playing fiddle with his dad in that band. But um, Dallas, who we unfortunately lost this year, he's the one. Um, he was quick to kind of, kind of like separate himself and like start like a rock tinged band um, in the '80s. And uh, eventually, Travis joined on with him too. And that's the Sadies. And uh, they do have a strong like banjo fiddle strain to their music their way into like their murder ballads and like old country stuff and they've done some of the stuff with nico case is you know kind of leaning into that and even just like more barroom kind of rockabilly they're just a shit hot band so but yeah sadly february of this year we lost dallas um yeah and he was only 48 too so they were still like active they still had a few years left them you know oh yeah um, coming from where they came to i think they they're probably going to press on, I mean, in some sort of form, but uh, either way, um, a big loss for Canadian music this year. So my first select will be from uh, their 2022 album, which will be the last with Dallas on vocals here. Uh, the album is called Colder Streams, and the song I've selected is called All the Good. All the good in me's in pain, I try not to think about it.
this particular song too is kind of a more low-key one. Um, they do get a little raunchier, a little more crazy horse uh, throughout the album. But I thought this is a great one to uh, to play in memory. <laughs> it's a yeah, I'm really memory. glad you're doing this because yeah, because we lost him and and because you know, shame on me, I haven't really dug into their catalog deeply. I just yeah. know them from, like I said, Nico Case. She has a great album, a live album, Tigers Have Spoken, which is her with the Sadies and songs that she wrote with the Sadies. That's right. And she, they're so well-respected down here. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, a Canadian band playing this kind of music, and they're so well-respected down here that you run across them all the time. Um, yeah. Just listening to kind of the alt-country crowd here in America. And so I sh- I've always meant to dig deeper into them. Maybe you can recommend some stuff for me but yeah Yeah, i'm really glad you're playing this this song's cool yeah like i always see the sadies like you said there i see them in like that kind of they're kind of like the big three of of like country tinged all rock that kind of like when it boomed you know like the 80s late 80s into like 90s that has a distinctly canadian kind of vibe to it because like you know the stories of like the venues they were playing and how they cut their teeth and like Mm -hmm. it's just it's in them but like they're kind of like part of the for me yeah the big three is uh, it would be like the Sadies and uh, the Tragically Hip mm-hmm. even though they haven't had as much crossover but they still got that vibe too and of course Blue Rodeo who we've mentioned yes. before yeah but like those three are I mean it's not ubiquitous like it's not like somebody's gonna say the big three but but I, for me anyway my exposure to them and a lot of people my age I think would agree with that too that they're kind of like the uh, the alt country rock Canadian darlings there Um, that translates for me down here those would kind of be the three that I always sort of heard about yeah kind of yeah and you know that they're respected for their songwriting as well as their just ability to be fucking stuck players yeah that's cool stuff though I'm glad you picked that one that's the in in memoriam section of our North by South celebration here and I am kind of doing an award show that's right the, the last album would have been my album of the year and now you give out the big one first <laughs> yeah, yeah everybody stick around for the technical awards everybody can see now yeah <laughs> yeah best, best instrumental bluegrass <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know how to get listeners to pay attention and stay on but my next award is going to <laughs> my next award it's a lifetime achievement award oh okay this is a band that has been around for about 30 years, and they are so consistent. They've released, I don't know, over you know 10 albums, and it's just always good. And they came out with a new album this year, and it might be maybe not their very best one, but probably top five. And so it's one of these bands that I just always like. I never like lose it over an album. It's never my favorite album of the year, but it's just you can count on them to make a great album for you. They are called Spoon. They are from Austin, Texas. Their new album uh, this year was called Lucifer on the Sofa. It still is called that. It was called it, and it is called it. (laughs) They haven't changed the name of this album. That's good. So, yeah, I want to recognize Spoon. They're just solid as shit and just a cool rock band. There aren't a lot of just good rock bands anymore. Yeah, Spoon was one of those ones that always like the the indie guy at, that I like hung out with. I think I've said, but he, it's like one of the ones he he parade with like Wilco and stuff like that. But then I like listen to them. I'm like, yeah, it just sounds like rock to me. The, it's just rock. It's not I even indie rock. 
yeah. <laughs> they're always accepted by that crowd, and, and some of their stuff right. sounds a little more like that. And it's mostly straight ahead rock. Sometimes there's a little R and B soul. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's a little bit of weird, you know, experimentation. And but mostly they're just a solid rock band. So in this song, I'm going to play. I'm going to be quick with this because we only have a certain amount of time here on Earth. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, We'll keep it moving. And I have a feeling my... my I'll play next... you out like, like an award show. <laughs> yeah, please do. <laughs> yeah. You might need to. So I'm just going to play one song from the band Spin. There's not much to say about them other than they're fucking cool. They're solid as hell. And they just keep churning out great rock records. And here's an example of that. You took off in the dead night But before you did Got your head combed right bad as hell and i just don't know why you wouldn't like this if you like rock music i i should do them justice and play more songs because the album it flows well there's not a clunker on the entire thing and there's enough variety to keep you interested but it's all just solid rock music yeah i love spoon yeah spoon's great yeah just a cool band back to you right let's just keep let's just keep motoring through i got some good shit for you too i got some i believe uh, it so this next one here i this was a a late edition. I literally just added this yesterday after hearing it kind of once. Um, but it's kind of linked to what I've been listening to a lot lately. And in 2022, actually, I've really reconnected with like that Mo- Motown, that like soul, uh, but more high energy Marlena Shaw, like bombastic kind of like uh, late 60s into 70s stuff. Love um, it. Where the guitar and bass is still like kicking in there too, but for whatever reason, I've never tried to look for newer artists doing that stuff or like playing in that sandbox. I mean, there's always been like ones that have come across like Amy Winehouse worked for me. I loved her voice. Yeah, and, same here. Yeah, but I always felt musically it kind of felt a little too jazzy, retro at times, where it was a little dull and a little lounge in the backing, and I wanted some like hot fucking band soul behind her you know like some james brown band <laughs> shit like yeah. to hear it so i've really gotten into kind of like i guess bigger band stuff and also like southern soul comes into this so like some bands like i've been really into like this year is like tedowski trucks is one that i've gotten into like really yeah big. um yeah Derek trucks is killer guitar player too. Oh, he's and i love a female vocal and um yeah they're a great duo together and marcus king obviously uh his vibes yeah. all work but even like and black pumas i'm into that band but i've also been bouncing back into the legit 60s stuff and doing deep dives on artists that i've 
caught bits of them, but like the Miracle straight through, you know, like actually oh, listening yeah. to their first album and seeing how it builds. Um, I should do that. Yeah. 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 It's a good, it's been rewarding so far. I think it's going to carry on into the new year, um, but we'll see. Maybe next year all my picks will be in this vein. I'll track down some Canadian shit, but this is the first one I found, Clay. Um, and they kind of check all the boxes for me. It's a seven piece band. And they have an absolute belter of a female singer, nice and gravelly. She's great, but she doesn't take like a spotlight approach either. It's still like a band. And um, yeah, maybe I'll get into a bit of the band dynamics that I've discovered so far. But like I said, I've only found this yesterday, so uh, I'm not going to be like yeah. breaking too much. I love soon. it. Hot off the press. But yeah, listening to it, it definitely has like great instrumental moments as well as singing sort of funky Maceo Parker horned kind of stuff. But uh, this uh, one's you're, a, you're speaking my language. I'm already sold on this. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so there's a lot of good, cool stuff. But anyway, from the album Remain, uh, this is By Water Call, and the song is called Let Me Be Wrong. It's kind of got that like son of a preacher man kind of a... Oh, yeah. said i picked one that's a little more chill this album has a lot of dynamics um yeah so check out the whole thing like you got some more massive like brass blasts um but i do like how the brass comes in it's very like it picks a spot it doesn't solo it just kind of like lifts into the next section and uh she's a belter too she's got some janice in her I definitely like this. I mean, she it's can sing, dude. first of all. And I know what you were saying before, because I also love this kind of music. But I struggle with when it's when it's a new version of this or a new yeah. band that's playing like this. You know, you, you talk about Amy Winehouse, and she works for me because the songs were so good and her voice was so good. Yeah. But you're, the production does feel like 
it feels like a producer trying to make a retro sound versus like a natural band that just is playing a certain way. And even with uh, Leon Bridges, my wife loves him. And I like him, but I just kind of feel like, why don't I just go and listen to all the old old legends who who sound like, you know, he's trying to sound like. Yeah. Uh, But this has enough... I don't know, just the little bit I heard. It's worked for me. It's unique enough. There were some unique choices. It felt like I like it to sound kind of raw and dirty and not overly polished when it's this kind of R&B soul stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I heard a lot in there that I liked. Yeah, and they go really like bluesy on some of it. There's like a lot of blues guitar too. So um, I think that what I've gathered, so it's like there's a duo, female singer, and then the guitarist kind of writes all the melodies and then they have like a band. So they do, like everything's focused around like the songwriting of them, I think, but mm-hmm. they're very into that style of like that big, the band having the showcase, the instrumental breaks that are in it are awesome. The drummer's really cool. He brings it down. The, the bass sounds amazing to me. I love that. I mean, mm-hmm. R&B bass is the best. You can't. Oh, it's the best. James Jamerson, that fucking yeah. like muted P bass just like absolutely you know um yeah you just can't top that and that's the, the vibe they're going with there just this yeah 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 um, that's cool but yeah Good check thing. it out like i said i haven't had much time with it but maybe we'll have some time with it together again uh, yeah i'd like to hear more of that check yeah. them out by water by water call that's what they're called it's a weird name cool. i want to <laughs> check that out and the sadies i like both of those there we go all right, so back I'll turn, to... I'll turn you off on the next one, don't worry. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> having a good party, though, so far, aren't we? Nice little... Party uh... time. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> that would, go that would be a here. good New Year's song, I think, actually. Yeah, yeah it would. I, I like this vibe. And there's a lot more on there that are shit hot like that. And uh, maybe I'll yeah, jam that's fun music that on to, New Year's. Yeah. To listen to with it when you have people over. and mm-hmm. Everyone kind of likes it, even if you're not way into it. I don't, there's not anyone that hates that. Like... I could play country music, and a lot of people would just be like, "Oh, I fucking hate country music." Right. Everyone likes the kind of music you just played. Yeah. I think. That's right. On some you, level, you got them figured out. I got it. All right, back to you, brother. Yeah, you... back to my 2022 Southern Music Award show. <laughs> All of these artists are from the South, so we had Alabama, Texas twice. I guess Texas is the South. It, Texas is kind of its own thing, whatever that is. But it is kind of the South. And now we've got an artist from North Carolina, which is also I don't know, Southern enough. But this is the one I can't <laughs> South of me, South of you. Even your states that say North in front of them are South to me. <laughs> <laughs> right, North Dakota is the South to you. Yes. This I can't wait to talk to you about because. All right, I guess I'm going to give this one the title of the most interesting album of the year to me. Okay. Well, and I, I can't quite figure out even still what I think about it. It's only been out for a week or two. Right. But we have to talk about it. And right. this is Ryan Adams covering The Boss, Bruce right. Springsteen's perfect album called Nebraska. It's an album so dear to both of our hearts. Let's just start there. I mean, this yeah. is one thing that we, when we first met each other, I think it came up pretty early. Mm-hmm. Our love for Springsteen and uh, for me particularly, the album Nebraska. Yeah, me too. I, it, this is the album that made me fall in love with Springsteen. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, my dad was huge on this album uh, when it came out, obviously. Played the shit out of it. Um, 
but I like that was my first associations with him, uh, even before born in the USA. Was that right? So my experience was kind of the reverse, where I thought I didn't like Springsteen because I just knew like born in the USA and Dancing in the Dark, and uh-huh. which my parents love, but I just thought this is kind of old man music, which. I mean, yeah. now I'm an old man, and I it's like boomer music for sure. So much old man music, <laughs> but I never—I wasn't a huge fan. I liked a few songs, all right, but didn't matter to me. And then uh, when I graduated college, I went up to New York City for two months to try to basically just to hang out and have fun. I got a free place to stay with a friend up there. We were trying to put on this play, which was kind of a disaster. And mostly, we just went out and drank every night and had a blast. And <laughs> Sometimes we'd go out in the afternoons to a bar, and this was the case. I was uh, I had done a rehearsal at the uh, this little tiny theater where we were going to do our little show that we wrote, mm-hmm. and it wasn't going well. And I went across the street. There was a bar there. It was like two o'clock in the afternoon, and it was just the exact bar you would want to find in New York City with like a cool old man bartender and yeah. just a good vibe. Not a lot of people there at this time. But I just sat there and had a beer, and they were playing Nebraska. Oh. I remember very wow. well. That's kind of heavy, heavy drinking <laughs> music. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I was like, yeah, this is my kind of place. Yeah, fuck and, yeah. And uh, I fell in love with it, and mm-hmm. I still am. I just think it's a perfect album. For those yeah. that don't know, yeah, you're right. This is kind of the antithesis of those big E Street Band albums. Mm-hmm. Springsteen recorded this album as demos just by himself and with the idea to do a full band recording which apparently exists but has oh, never really? been released i've never yeah, heard that yeah supposedly there are at least like some i've of heard songs. some of he does some of the songs blown up live uh, right i've heard him do like yeah definitely like bigger versions of atlantic city and the bigger the songs that were more identifiable yeah, Atlantic City being the, the the big hit off this album that everyone knows. But yeah, supposedly there are studio recordings with the E Street Band. Okay. And at some point Springsteen realized this is not as good as just the <laughs> demo recordings, which yeah. are perfect. They're just great songs. Which he just did on a tape by himself, um, double tracked yeah. with some wailing vocals, but it's mostly just haunting guitar. And, and yeah. a little harmonica, and that's well, harmonica, it. Harmonica, yeah. And it just, God, it works. But so Ryan Adams, and we're not going to get into his whole thing. He was sort of canceled a few years back. Well, that's he's, right, yeah. He's touring now again. He's making a lot he, of fucking albums, dude. Hasn't he made he, like 10 <laughs> albums this year? That's what yeah, I always see. I'm like, oh, great. He's canceled. Nobody gives a shit about this album, so he just keeps making them. <laughs> well, he's finally not, yeah, he's not really attached to any label or anyone. So he just right. does what he wants to do, which that's cool. he's always been very prolific. So yes, yeah, he yeah, recorded absolutely. three albums this year of of new music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't even really keep up with them. And then he came out with this album, this this cover of Nebraska, which he gave out for free on his website. So if anybody listening that care, go to ryanadams.com, whatever his website is, and you can download his Nebraska album for free. He actually just announced two days ago that he's in the middle of recording Bob Dylan's Blood on the Tracks. Oh, Jesus Christ. And okay. so that one's going to be out for free on Christmas Day, five days from this recording. <laughs> Does he just I mean, have he just to keep his hands? Himself. He has to keep his hands busy or else he'll get in trouble. <laughs> keep I, I, him I off the text. Keep him out of the DMs. <laughs> he's I'm kind sorry, of a lunatic. sensitive stuff, but he is, uh, he is a lunatic, absolutely. But I do, I know you're a huge fan. 
Yeah. Um, I've definitely, like, I love the stuff he did with the Cardinals and stuff. I was way into him. But, yeah, he he's kind of, and I don't want it to be tainted by the tabloid stuff or whatever. Fuck all that stuff. I can usually separate the guy from the, I'm just trying to make little jokes. Um, but he has kind of, like, uh, the stuff I've listened to of his music that he's doing, is, uh, he's just kind of, he's not exciting me anymore. I don't know if it's because he's it's so stripped down to just him doing stuff. And he's more... He's not like I found him with the Cardinals. It was like a band was with him, and he was really feeling yes. off the band. And I think he really worked as like that for him. And he's very much like a, a Springsteen kind of worshiper in that sense. Like he loves that big, big sound too. He does. He kind of does. He's done a lot of different music. Like like we said, he's very prolific. He loves Springsteen. He loves Dylan. He also loves the Smiths. He's got albums that sound kind of like them. He, he when he's he was one of the guys who my first few years uh in college of getting into country music which i thought i hated before that like hearing his first album heartbreaker i loved that album mm-hmm. made That's me kind of go back and you know i read reviews where it said it's kind of like graham parsons so i right. go back and i listen to graham parsons and so it kind of it was a big deal to me in that way and i've seen him live several times and it's always been great i agree the cardinal stuff is the best uh, yeah. i have some live cardinals shows that are Incredible, and you know he makes so much music in different styles that, of course, you're going to like some more than others. But he has <laughs> one of the many things he's done is he's covered a, a full album before. He covered 1989 by Taylor Swift. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I absolutely love that. His I never listened to it, but it's so I remember good. hearing about it. It, sat, it felt kind of hacky, but I probably should listen to it because I love it, that. I'm a Swifty. You kind of hate him for doing it because it feels gimmicky and hacky, yeah. and and he is annoying about everything. But then if you listen to the album, well, first of all, they're great songs, but then he does a great job with them, and they sound very different, and it yeah. works. I love it. Cool. I can't say the same thing about Nebraska. <laughs> okay. I'm still trying to digest it. There is a lot that I like about it, and there's a lot that I don't. So. Yeah. But I wanted to play a couple songs and talk about it with you. And if it just, one of the things that it's made me do is I've just listened to Nebraska, the original version, all week yeah. long. So I'll, I'll tell you right off the bat, I did I did dip into this and I listened to the first couple tracks. I listened to his Nebraska, I listened to his Atlantic City, and it made me go back to Bruce. And I didn't revisit. So I, you could play one of those, uh, but I don't know where it went from there. Like maybe it gets a lot better uh, not better but like let's play a little bit of it and then I'll get into my thoughts on just like Nebraska as something that can be covered <laughs> in general and that's and yes and that's one of the things I expect you to hate this because okay. I don't think <laughs> I you don't like think I will I don't think, I don't think I you like it. cover songs Very. I think you've said you don't really like cover songs and this is well. so special to a lot of us that it does feel a little bit like sacrilege to cover it but yeah. he's also giving you a full band version. That's the point I was trying to make earlier. Okay. That's so it's exactly sort of, what I'm driving towards here. So let's, you could get something new here. I mean, one of my favorite covers of all time is Atlantic City by the band. And the, the reason I really Same liked here. it, it Same was because here. it was like, it almost took it as what it was, a demo, and then like like a, a full produced version of it, you know? Right. There's also part of me that's like fuck like leave it alone <laughs> that's the thing i think one of the things that helps and that's how i feel too one of the things that helps is it's just like well he already released three albums this year and he's given it to you for free 
So it just it does feel like something he is doing out of love and respect. Mm-hmm. But I do understand the point of view of you know, why. Why does this need to be done? Because <laughs> we already nailed it the first time. Yeah, or like, uh, why can't you just pick one song and then do that with it as your reimagining thing? I mean, he's obviously trying to get something out of his system, but... Um, yeah, but some of these are different enough that it at least is interesting. Makes it the most interesting album of the year. Okay. One of my favorite artists covering one of my favorite albums. I mean, I gotta talk about this. Yeah. So, I think what might be fun, because I'm realizing that not everyone knows this album Nebraska like I do and like Rye does so I want to start off by playing a little bit of Springsteen's version and then we'll we'll go into the Ryan Adams version and sure. one of my favorite songs is called Used Cars oh right on so let's check out that one it's okay, a deep so, cut it's a Nebraska deep cut <laughs> kind of they're all they're all hits man my little sister's in the front seat with an ice cream cone my ma's in the back seat sitting all alone. So my pa steers her slow out of life for a test drive down Michigan Avenue. Now my ma she fingers her wedding band and watches the salesman stare at my woman. Telling us all about the break he'd give us If he could, but he just can't But if I could, I swear I'd know just what I'd do Now, Mr. Day, the lottery I win I ain't ever gonna ride no used car one i like yeah it helps that it's a perfect song and i really want to just nerd out on the lyrics and just talk about nebraska and all these perfect songs 
<laughs> yeah, I'm cool with that. This is the right Springsteen in his most quintessential form where he's t- the most of the album's about his working class dad and his upbringing. Mm-hmm. Those great lines in the first verse about they're trying to buy a used car and the salesman is looking at his dad's hands because they're, you know, they're weathered from being a working man. And yeah. the, the mom is like fingering her wedding ring, probably feeling kind of insecure about maybe the size of her diamond or if she even has a diamond. And, and these are all observations of a child, a yeah. son, not sure how old he is, but it's pretty poignant stuff. And so, but with Springsteen, you always have that, that sense of hope and optimism and that like one day I'm not going to be like this anymore and I'm going to tell everybody to kiss my ass goodbye. It's just mm-hmm. like Thunder Road where, you know, what's the last line? Uh, it's a town full of losers. I'm pulling out of here to win. Yeah. It's like he, he describes perfectly how small he feels in this little town, but he always has that optimism of I'm going to bust out of here and fuck everybody who looked down on me. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah, it's punk. Yeah, it really is. But none of that's about Ryan Adams. What I what I hate about a lot of songs on this cover album are, is the reverb on the vocals. It's it's there's one song it's just ridiculous. It's just nothing but echo and it's too oh, much. God. Yeah, I was going to say the, the the slap back on the vocals. Like I I, I it, it seems like he's might be doing it to kind of harken back to the the sound of those the original Nebraska because it does have that you know when he does the yeah. The, the haunting, like the way he's doing the calls, the screams in the background, which I think he's doing that kind of as a cue for where he wanted like the E Street Band to lift and stuff, mm-hmm. less than a hook in the actual song. Because um, you got to remember, these are like demos. He's kind of like he's, he's, he's sketching, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, he just happens to be sketching around the fucking brilliant lyrics. Like there's so many, like you said, this song is great. Mansion on the Hills, the same kind of vibe where it's like this yep. observing. But then you have like the straight up fucking murder ballads and that the state trooper stuff is amazing. The stories are amazing. And um, he does that on all his albums. They do have like this idea of like this kind of town and these characters within the town kind of vibe. But it's never as strong as it is on Nebraska as far as just never. Like taking in the story. Um. And I don't know, sonically, it, it the original has like a, a feel to me that is nostalgic to what I like. But of course, there's a whole nother level to it when I started actually breaking down the lyrics like you're doing here. Um, he's so great at like, as much as people make fun of his stuff being kind of like, it's always that working class New Jersey guy that's that's him or whatever, like on the docks. He's so good at telling other people's stories too. It, bringing realism is. to characters. Much like your drive-by truckers and stuff, like those down and dirty people, you know. Yep. He's yeah, Patterson to... Hood's a huge fan of his, and and oh, often sure. covers yeah. uh, State Trooper and concert, and that nice. that is the one I want to talk about next. Oh, good. And yeah, and Bruce is good at it because yeah, maybe it's funny. It's like a twenty-something-year-old who's, you know, at the time he wasn't like the biggest rock star in the world, but he's on his way. But he knows how to tell those stories because he grew up like that, and he watched his dad. And I don't know if you, if you read his book, the way he feels about his dad and, and how he kind of watched his dad suffer over the years is, uh, I think, where a lot of these songs come from. Mm-hmm. Let's play, let's do it in reverse, because I want to play State Trooper. 
Let's start with Ryan Adams' version and then maybe end with Springsteen's because, like you said, that's the perfect example of Springsteen doing that that voice where it's, yeah. again, it's just him by himself. Uh, the whole song is haunting, but those kind of screams he does at the end. Yeah. The I remember yells. the first time I heard those, I was kind of, kind of shocked me, you know, because yeah. it's not polished or well-produced and, uh, but man, does it work. Yeah, the vocal effect is a bit much. <laughs> See, this is too much. This is what I was talking about before. I like the impulse of making it kind of like a, almost like a thrash punk, up-tempo rock song. Yeah. But the vocals are awful. And Ryan Adams is a great singer. No reason to do this nonsense. <laughs> New Jersey Yeah, this, this song is about a guy who has done something bad, something wrong, and now he's driving late at night, and he's getting a little paranoid about the cops. Uh, but I love the line, uh, what is it, maybe you've got a kid, maybe you've got a pretty wife, the only thing I've got has been bothering me my whole life. Everything about it is just dark and menacing. Yeah, yeah menacing is a good, good way of describing it, for sure. Uh, and... Yeah, the fact that it's stripped down and just works so much better. Could you picture this with fucking Clarence blasting on it? I don't know. No. <laughs> There's a couple of songs on here. I'm like, yeah, man, I can see why you chose to like just kind of keep yeah. those. Even Nebraska big itself, man, the but... first song is, is straight out. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Um, I, mean, I haven't been blown away by either of uh, Ryan Adams' takes so far. And he's leaning heavy on that vocal thing, which you can hear it in... In Bruce's, I mean, by by the design of the fact that he is just has like a Tascam four track in in hotel rooms when he's recording these right. or whatever, it's got, I guess the only reverb on it. He might be recording it in the shower or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, Ryan Adams took it way too far. I yeah. do like, I do like a couple other songs he did. His versions. I, I wish he had made different 
choices with the vocals. Yeah. But just for those who don't know it, and for our own pleasure, let's go ahead and finish this one off, and we'll hear the uh, kind of vocal cues we were talking about at the end of this song. Yeah, the whales. Yeah, that, that little vocal thing he does at the end is just cool. Like I said, it kind of took me by surprise. It, it, it is a little jarring. Is it? First time I yeah. heard it. Yeah, it's kind of jar- jarring, but it works. Uh, Especially that song. It's so hypnotic with the guitar, and then suddenly, you're like, okay. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Well, that's, uh, I think, the most interesting album of the year to me, and I've explained why. So I feel like it's back the, to you. I feel like it's the opposite of interesting. You just covered a fucking... <laughs> He covered it. It's just a no, I feel like I feel like you're wrong. I think anytime one of your favorite artists covers one of your favorite albums, it's fascinating. Fair enough. Maybe I thought this would go better than it did, but no, I'll have to I'll have to do a a, a B more of them. I like that idea of just like a B and I'm closer because what happened with me? I tried to kind of almost do that, and then I just stayed in I stayed in old Nebraska. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I mean, that is the better choice. Guy, listening, listeners who are listening, just go listen to Nebraska. That's the point. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's sound advice. If you get anything from us, just listen to fucking Nebraska. It's a, one of those desert island albums for me. If if we ever were gonna do that thing, I feel like I could live with yeah. that one for a while and still enjoy it. Yeah, same same for me. By the nature of how stripped down it is, I guess too. It just can always. I mean, you do have to give it attention. You can definitely sink yeah. into it, and yeah, it's for me. Fun. It's intense. It's yeah. It's only when I really want to pay attention and listen. Mm-hmm. But when I do, it it always seems better than the last time I heard it. Yeah, I love it. Cool. Well, I got one more left here. I'll crank this one out before the ball drops. <laughs> I always assume people are listening to this on New Year's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it I mean, is New Year's should. Day that goes so. so before I like my hangover kicks in fully or something, that would be more. Right. That would be more where we're at right now. Um, True. So this one here, I'm going to close it with some heavy shit. I mean, the first two I've done are kind of haven't hit that that you know what you expect from Raga here. Um, some gloomy, doomy. This one is uh, drenched in that like Pacific Northwest kind of vibe. Cool band out of British Columbia, Canada, and uh, I've really gotten into them this year. For whatever reason, I, I had heard of them before. The band is called Bort, which is a terrible band name. It's not a good name. No, but uh, <laughs> B O R T. B O R T. It sounds to me like a a robot that's a nerd. Like that would be his name. Yeah, <laughs> the robot that all the other robots bully. <laughs> his name would be Bort. <laughs> Might not be for everyone, but. I think it's got a lot of character in it, a lot more character than some of the heavy music that uh, comes across, uh, you know, 
the scene that I'm into even. It's kind of, a lot of vocals kind of sound the same, but... This is uh, the band board, and uh, the album's called The Wreck of Hesperus, and the song is called Black Breath. So it opens with like that lighter thing, and that's the actual chorus of the song he sings there, and then it goes into this really ragged, gruff kind of vocals and the big doomy stomp. It's a longer song uh it's like seven minutes or whatever so like i'm not going to play the whole thing but i did want to show you kind of the beginning because he it, it's a cool thing where they 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 play the chorus in this like light way slam into those verses and then like i'll jump ahead to like the halfway mark you'll hear the chorus again that he played at the beginning but over a more heavy verse um and uh, okay, and what I like about this so far, what I don't like, I like the heavy guitar riff. I like the bass right after the guitar riff yeah. dropped out. That's cool. That was cool. Yeah. What I don't like is the vocals. Okay. Yeah, the beginning for me sounded like the way he was kind of drawing out Pitchy, syllables. Right? Yeah, it was like if Jeff Buckley sucked. That was kind of the <laughs> beginning, the intro to me. And then he went to the other thing I don't like, which is the kind of gravelly. Yeah. Uh, I'm scary metal guy thing. No, so I knew I knew it would be that kind of a situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, At least we know what the other one's going to make fun of. By yeah, now. exactly. And it's a weird one because I don't know why it really works for me. Because I, when I hear it, it's very. It, I, I think it's just the character of it. I think it's the dynamics of the whole song, like that drop out into the bass there, and it keeps going. And like I said, a seven minute song when it holds your attention. I want to play it again. Um, there's obviously something I like the there. music I just I just don't like the vocals yeah. so far but. so we'll just listen to a bit of his chorus over actually you know what I'll go more yeah I think the chorus goes into like the outro part which works for me too so I'll just I'll just uh, I'll just play us out here
I do like the music, and I actually like the vocals yeah. more towards the end than I did at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, it, I think that's what it is. It's like throughout the seven minutes, his voice changes so much. Um, even though it's pitchy in different places, it's... Yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah. like five different singers. That's what really intrigued me about it, or what I really like yeah. about it. Yeah, the it. dynamics in it, for some reason, just really worked for me. So it had to go in my list for my heavy offering. Cool. Um, you got to get yeah. one in there, at least. I have to get at least one in. Can't be all hunch- country hick shit no for both of us that's right <laughs> all right i don't know about you but i think we're we're probably out of time yeah but we're I, uh, on time we're giving okay. ourselves time limits here we are Try, trying trying to are. keep it tight for the new year that's one of our resolutions <laughs> <laughs> do we have a boss or we're just going to do whatever the hell we want to do in the new year <laughs> what do you think we might bring them back or maybe that was his grand send-off we want, we had Ryan Adams play him out with one of his songs. <laughs> that would be a fun way to go out. Yeah. I think it's up in the air for now. Yeah. Which makes it exciting. It's like a big, you know, to be continued at the end of the yeah. year. I mean, it, I, it'd be great. I mean, I think I always want to leave it open to you guys out there, you listeners, to like give us some ideas, give us some themes to play right. into. Because I think that's all we want. But as like. far as like the randomness that we've been bringing in with like we we ran out of all the ones that we kind of queued up. So I think now we're, we're going to be a bit more strategic. I know next uh, next month is uh, Valentine's month, so we always do our last year always always one every time, time. <laughs> every time we did love last uh, year. Mm-hmm. So maybe we go with a little bit of love gone bad. You know, a little bit of. Divorce, yeah, breakup, divorce, breakups. That's what we kind of decided on. We're gonna do like like that. Some bad love. A lot of good music (laughs) has come out of that. There's no doubt. Yeah. So, don't tell the boss. I don't know. Maybe he'll keep in the end. He won't be listening to this anyways. He doesn't want to hear his own shit covered. No, he doesn't. (laughs) Who who does really? Well, we appreciate you guys listening. We hope you uh, stay with us for the rest of the year. Give us a give us a five star review on uh, all the places where you can do that. That might help. But more importantly, just write write to us. Tell us what you want to hear. Give us some show ideas. We want you to be involved. That's that's always been the point. So uh, absolutely. Yeah, that's all I got, Ryan. I hope you have a wonderful 
2023 and all your dreams come true <laughs> yeah we'll check in we'll check in next next month see how they're going <laughs> yeah all right man it's fun <laughs> as right. always yeah take care talk to you later